turn it up, huh? Mm-hmm. Good day. Have a good day, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Biz Bros Podcast. My name is Kyle Nelson. This is my co-host and good friend, Mr. Eli Libby. How's it going, man? I'm fantastic. Good. Like I said, today is a good day to have a good it day. It is a good day to have a good day. Instead of talking about the weather like we do every <laughs> intro, what did you have for lunch today? Lunch. I had some ramen. Oh, nice. Homemade. Fam, the fam dropped it off. It was fresh. Wow, was that's good. nice. Wow, okay. Yourself? Awesome. A burrito bowl. It sounds, was good. Sounds typical. It was really good. Big one, too. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the Biz Bros Podcast. We have an awesome guest, a thought leader, a senior advisor, and executive. Has so much experience. So we're really looking forward to talking to him. But before we get started, you got to roll that, that intro. intro. What's going on? Welcome to the Biz Pros Podcast. My name's Kyle Nelson. I've got my great co-host and good friend here, Mr. Eli Lynch. Thank you, Kyle. Thank you, Kyle. It's Beautiful the episode, day man. today, man. Absolutely. We're really excited for this episode. We've got a great yep. Absolutely. Number two, clear, simple Why? images. Amazon seller. The first thing that I follow about in this article is really looking for that initial credit. You need to be thinking about when it comes to product photography and video production. And today's guest is Mr. William Bill Gammon, who is the owner and founder of Gammon and Associates. He is an accomplished senior executive advisor, author, mentor, coach, and thought leader with over 50 years of experience. Welcome to the show, Bill. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me as a guest. It's wonderful to be here with you guys. Awesome. Absolutely, Bill. Man, that was that good, good pre-show as well. Just kind of talking about where you're from in Maryland. So we are going to dive in before we talk about that topic today, which is an incredible one. All business leaders, founders, even people within a business would love to know about this topic. But before that, just a little bit more about you, Bill. Tell yeah, us a little bit about career. your background. Amazing. We don't have to, yeah. yeah give, give us the story. Well, it's sort of a bootstrapping thing going from the entry level to the CEO suite. Nice. And then stepping out of that and starting my own business and building it and so it's been a myriad of experience and a lot of people helping me along the way Mm. and although i've had myriad successes they aren't just mine Mm -hmm. there was a team helping me all along the way that's true the people i worked with the coaches helping me and helping them all contributed to the tremendous success I was able to put together in 50 years. Wow. That is so cool. And this is a tough question, but in those 50 years, in all the experience you've had, what are you most proud of? Mm -hmm. I'm proud of the things that I took away with me. Oh yeah. The love and the respect of clients that still call me. Two years after they're no longer clients or 10 years after they're no longer clients thanking me. That's so cool. For having a positive influence on their lives and their children's lives. Wow. wow. That is awesome. That's it's legacy huge. right there. It is. That's it's impact. Mm-hmm. It's impact. That's where impact. that comes. You, you said legacy. I think of impact. Mm. Tell me a little more about that. About what? Legacy. Legacy? Mm-hmm. I think legacy is exactly what he said. It's about leaving 
that positive um, influence mm-hmm. on not only that generation, mm-hmm. but the kids' generation of his clients. It. I think I that was amazing. It. That's, yeah, for sure. Well, Bill, tell us kind of what your focus was in your career. What was it that, um, what was the industries you were in? What was kind of your mm. specialty? Well, the industry I started the business career in was the airline industry. Oh, okay. I started with United Airlines, the company I wanted to work for, but not the slot I wanted to move into. I started on a ramp at Kennedy. Six months later, I had an inside job. Oh, my gosh. And from there, over the next 18 plus years, I progressed where I was working with the vice president of the central division as his assistant and ready to step into his job. And I had a different opportunity. I met a couple that had started a little regional carrier with $200 in their pocket. And they had four boys and a girl. And they were wanting to build the kids' skills to where they would be comfortable leaving it to them. Mm. So we had dinner, and I let them know that I could do that for them. But if the kids weren't successful in their journey, they were talking to someone that could run it for them until they got there. Right. Yeah. Unfortunately, about a half a dozen years later, they got an offer they couldn't refuse. Oh. People express Uh-oh. offered them $35 million plus dollars cash, no debt, to buy it. Well, he didn't want the airline. He wanted the 72 arrival and departure slots at O'Hare, yeah. the 37 at St. Louis. And the regional carriers that we were starting to build is feeders in Philadelphia and Houston. Mm. Wow. So after a few months of working with the new team, I decided that the Kool-Aid wasn't for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. I get it. Yeah. So I met a man in Indianapolis called Joe Masati. Okay. And Joe was the leader of Shearson Lehman Hutton that area. And he said, Bill, you know, you can do well for your clients and your family if you just work half the time. (laughs) And I said, that sounds mighty good, Joe. He says, now tell me, son, which 12 hours you want to work every day? (laughs) Quite frankly, I did and became Shearson's best new agent in the Midwest my first year in the business. Wow. A couple of years later, Prudential bought me a big house on the lake just to move my business up the street. Thank you very much. Yeah, really? Wow. Over the next decade and a half and better, because it was 30 years in the financial business, I was the number one broker in America. And 10 years before I decided to retire, I had somebody offer me a couple of million dollars for my business, went to dinner with him, and good Lord, he sounded pretty good, went home and Talked to my wife, and we had a nice steak dinner, but all we could smell was fish. Mm. I wanted to use my clients rather than help my clients. Yeah. And I did not want to leave my clients that legacy. Right. Oof. Legacy, see? Yeah. And so I stayed in business for another 10 years, and I stepped away about two years ago with a good package. And I sat down in my office here that you see me in today at home. And I looked around and I thought about all that I'd accomplished mm. and the people that had helped me do it. And that caused me to want to spend the rest of my life like I'm doing now, helping yeah. other people achieve their goals. 
Mm, Use wow. some of the things I have in my hip pocket because I got a big hip po- pocket with 50 yeah. years plus experience back here. Yeah. It's got a load. And wow. so I've learned a lot of lessons. And one of the biggest lessons I think a coach can share with someone he's mentoring or she, as the case might be, is how to avoid things that you might not see. Well, big risk. Mm-hmm. Big risk keep coming about. And someone that's been there before has some knowledge of it, but someone that is just learning. Right. Stub their toe or fall on their nose and need to get up and start from a different place than if they had someone guiding them and helping them to avoid some of the pitfalls that every businessman runs into. Right. And whether someone's a plumber, a builder, a coach, or whatever business they're in, they may know their craft well, but knowing business is different. Mm-hmm. Right. And there are a lot of things in business that working together compound to make business run on rocket fuel, mm-hmm. low-grade gasoline. Mm-hmm. And a good coach can help add that to the package for those they mentor. It's amazing. That is amazing. Wow. That's a... a- that's very, very impactful. It's amazing just to to hear just your story. Mm-hmm. Over, I agree. Over the several decades and just your experiences and the ups and downs and just uh, hearing hearing that in a nutshell. Is, yeah. Because I'm sure there's just so much. Obviously, there's just so much, many, 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 many stories that you could share. Oh, yeah. It's just about mm-hmm. that. Right there. Mm-hmm. Lots of different coaches. I'll name a couple. Mm-hmm. Dr. Norman Vincent Peel. Oh, wow. Met him in Pensacola, Florida where he was giving our church the Church of the Year Award in the United States. We had built, oh. rebuilt a little church over in Pascagoula, Mississippi the year before that had been taken out by Camille, very oh. big hurricane. He preached a sermon, and in that sermon, he said something I'll never forget, and I've shared with a lot of people, I think, that have helped him. Mm. He said, thank God for the bottom. He said, mm. There, there's only one way to go, and that's up. It's mm-hmm. true. It's very true. It's very true. And one of the problems people have when they get stuck, they start to lose lose hope. Mm-hmm. And hope is the line that goes across the page. That if you're on the top side of that line, you're spiraling upward. Mm-hmm. But if you're on the bottom side of that line, you're going the other way. It's true. Sometimes you don't even see it yourself because you can't see the forest for the trees at the time. You're stuck. You don't mm-hmm. know why. You don't know how to get out. And you need help. Mm-hmm. It's true. And there's always opportunities to help others. And the first thing we have to give them is to make sure they keep hope. Right. Yep. And one of the easiest ways to do that, I've found, is if you look at that same line and you find out that A, B, or C is keeping them from whatever it is, whether it's not good enough or whether it's whatever obstacle it might be, helping them see that they just need to cut that anchor rope that's behind their boat and let them go forward. And once they see that, it's like their attitude changes Mm. and they're open to more and they're back in the game playing the way they should play. 
It's very true. We've gone through some of those ups and downs in business too. And we yeah. feel like another great coach. Yep. Yeah. The best guys yeah. to talk about helping other people. So yeah. you get to All you have to do is help more people. The hardest thing I think about business is when you, when you know that anchor needs to be cut, but it just keeps bringing you down. It's very keep, true. Keep pushing it day after day after day, week after mm-hmm. week, month after month. Sinking deeper. Until you life. finally do it. And then you do it. You said, shit, I should have done that three months ago. Yep. <laughs> oh, and yeah. The problem is it's hard for individuals to give up. Yeah, it's very true. Something they've been fighting with a long right. time. And something Absolutely. that they feel they may have shut the door on, but they really right. haven't when they go back and look. Absolutely. It's very true, Bill. That's amazing. That's amazing. Well, I think that's a great segue into our topic here. Bill, the topic that we have talked about is business strategies. Okay. Uh, you can say it together. No. <laughs> business strategies, you know, should increase um, should increase leads, conversions, profits while lowering costs. Lowering costs. That's the one I want to hear about more. Yes. I, let's start there. Let's talk about um, business strategies to lower costs. Where do you think we should dive in there? Well, lowering cost is one of the the easiest ways to start making more profits. Yeah. Because every dollar you lower cost drops right down to the bottom line. Mm-hmm. Right. And so the first thing to do in lowering cost is look at an inventory of where your money's going, right. who your suppliers are, what their cost of getting to you are. And costs have been going up like crazy lately in our country and in the world. Yeah. Tell me about it. And so lowering cost is something that you first need to help someone understand Mm -hmm. where all the costs are. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people, especially small business people and entrepreneurs, let costs sort of sneak up on them and keep going. Totally. They don't need to spend. Mm -hmm. So the first thing you have to do is look at where it's going Mm -hmm. and then sort it into one of four categories. Yeah, it's true. There's only four things you can do to change any situations. Mm. You can stop doing something. Okay. You can start doing something. You can do more of it or you can do less of it. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) I mean, just boil it down to that. That's all you need. Well, the more we keep things simple, the more we can communicate with clarity. Yep. Mm -hmm. And clarity is something that I find we have to be careful of because. The English language isn't like German, where one word has one meaning. Yeah, right. This is very true. Fire has a lot of different meanings. <laughs> it could mean someone lost their job. It could mean somebody's house burned down. It could mean a lot of different things. It could mean a warm place in the living room or family yeah. room. And so it could be a place to cook your food. Yeah. So, you know, we have to be careful that we clarify and understand and help clients do that. So as we go to achieve goals, we're moving in the right direction. And once we have the goals, that goal is like the elephant. Right. You have to break it down into small bites. And it also depends on where you're sitting in the stadium as to how you see the elephant. Yeah, seriously. Does it look big or does it look small, right? Or does it look like something you can deal with or something you yeah. can deal with? Because it could be transportation and it could be trouble. Right. And so 
clarifying goals is one of the first things I think you need to do with someone you're trying to help in controlling costs or in growing a business. Yeah. Whichever way it's going. Yeah. It's very true. Goals. That's, that's where, yep. That's where it starts off. Let's talk a little bit more about increasing leads and conversion and profits. So I know we kind of talked about how to lower costs and some of the four things and the four decisions we have, but is it the same for growing the business? Not necessarily. Mm. And one of the biggest mistakes a lot of people make is they think they can just throw money at advertising and get more people. Yeah. And a lot of that isn't right. It's not well positioned. It's not focused on what you need. And it's not focused on what the client wants. People buy for two reasons. Mm -hmm. They got something that they don't want that they need to get rid of. And so they need to increase what they don't have to get rid of it. Right. Or you have something they need yeah. that they don't have yet. It's true. Yeah. It's a great point. That's exactly right. That's why they buy, right? That's why they buy. And it's also why they need help from us because those of us who's walked the journey before. Mm -hmm. With the big hip pockets. Well, have a lot of tools in the toolbox. Okay, I like your analogies, man. I keep them coming. We're all about those. <laughs> well, there's a lot of gammonizing that I've learned to do over the years. Oh, yeah. And the first thing I've learned to do is to, if I'm going to use something, I should own it. It's true. It. Absolutely. Right, and I should stand behind it when I give it to someone else. Mm -hmm. And the more I do that, the more I will attract people who really need me. They don't know they need you until they know you right. and trust you. It's true. Because there's so much out there that's positioned to make the person selling that money mm -hmm. and not to light the pathway and hold the hand of the person you sell it to while they're getting there. Right. A good mentor coach does the latter, not the former. Huge, mm. huge. Mm. That is really cool. So, so what about? I mean, I I understand like attraction marketing and and, and helping others. And tell tell me a little about increasing conversions, though. Increasing conversions. Yeah. Well, along the pathway, if you look at making a cold call to somebody that's selling product ABC, sure. Okay. Mm -hmm. One percent of people that you might reach are now buyers. 99% aren't. But if you call in a hundred people mm -hmm. or reaching them in whatever way you are, the 99 that don't buy one day may turn into a buyer today. Right. They just need a little nurturing along the way and a little right. Right. show me how it's going to work for me time before they understand yeah. what it'll do for them. It's mm. a great point. Some people are just not ready to buy. They need a little it's bit more time. A, it's not a no. It's not now. Ooh. It's very exactly. true. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. But if they were in your universe of people that probably would use your services or your products. Sure. Dropping them after the first no is going to make you chase a whole lot more people than you need to chase over the next few years. Mm -hmm. It's true. Well, 
powerful, powerful stuff. <clears throat> well, I think that was an amazing, amazing, uh, some value bombs that were dropped here. Yeah. Bill, I, it's amazing. Our audience is going to take away a lot okay. from this. So, Bill, if there was one thing that you hope that our audience takes away from from this conversation, if there's one thing that you hope just sticks mm-hmm. in their hip pocket, in their toolbox, mm. that they walk away with, what would that be? What is your number one message? Well, here's the thing. As we talk about things over a period of time, whether it's a half an hour or longer or shorter, some clients will get one takeaway and some clients will get another. Mm. But my hope is that the people that we reach, there'll be a few out there that follow up with me or with you to find me. Sure. And there'll be a time in the next year I get back to you and tell you a story about this client or that client who needed me and found some help. Mm. And the time we spent together was valuable and profitable to us and to the people we were trying to reach. Mm-hmm. And some of them might need more clients. Yeah. Some of them may need more conversions. Some of them may need more profits. Yeah. But two of the things we've talked about, conversions and cost, mm-hmm. used together, multiply in a compound way would only using one would do because if it's five percent on this one and five percent on that one used separately, it's only five percent more. But if you use them both at the same time, it's going to be more than ten percent. Absolutely, absolutely. Wow. Well, that's amazing. Absolutely amazing. Thank you so much, Bill. Yeah, Bill. Thank you so much for jumping on the Biz Bros podcast. Um, where can people find you? Where can where if they want to follow you, get in touch, get your help as a coach? Um, where could that be? Well, not only can they find me, but there's some gifts for them there if they want to. Gammonandassociates.net, right next to my name. Mm -hmm. Cool. Website, or one of them. (laughs) Cool. And on that website, you'll find a free book. It's called Fast Track Your Business Journey and Thrive Along the Pathway. Wrote that. Wow. That's amazing. I love Uh, the name. Can you say the name one more time of the book? Fast Track Your Business Journey and Thrive along the pathway i love that mm. it gives you more money more time my best clients find that i find them a hundred thousand to quarter of a million dollars or more on new profits and that money starts showing up in their accounts in 30 to 90 days wow amazing and so i give everybody a free taste <laughs> help them create a journey and they can either do it themselves or they can ask for my help which will get them there a whole lot quicker <laughs> that's awesome yep well, amazing. Bill, awesome thank you so much i i i really enjoyed that conversation I, I love hearing people that have so much just wisdom and time spent in the trenches already and then they can they can share where we're currently we're in the trenches and we're digging them deep right now we're or you, you've done it. So it's, it's so cool to it hear from, from people that have been there. So thank you so much for joining us. It's been my pleasure. Thank you, Kyle. And thank you, Ellen. Absolutely. Have a great one.
And if you haven't yet, please subscribe to the Biz Bros Podcast. Just go on the Googles, type in the Biz Bros Podcast. You'll find it. You'll find it. Hit the subscribe button and you'll get to listen to great guests just like Bill. Thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you in the next episode. See you guys.